Okay, so do you know what PDF stands for in the no, electronic? No, world? Yeah, no. <laughs> it stands for portable document <laughs> yeah. format. Ah. You can print it out from anywhere. But okay. that's not what it is for us. For us, PDF stands for plan, delegate, focus. You're listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Each episode, your host, author, and lawyer coach, Steve Fretzen, will take a deeper dive, helping you grow your law practice in less time with greater results. Now, here's your host, Steve Fretzen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Be That Lawyer. I am your host, Steve Fretzen, as the announcer mentioned, and I hope you're having a lovely day. We want to take some time to really take a breath and really appreciate what we have in this world, whether that's family, whether that's time away, whether that's just a beautiful day. Uh, I know we get caught in the billable hour. I know we get caught on a, on a sort of feels like a roller coaster ride that we can't get off. But hopefully you're listening to the show while you're walking your dog or you're taking, you know, you're taking a walk or something and driving in your car. And you can really just take a moment to appreciate things and, and just take some time for yourself. I think that's really important. And we're going to have a really great conversation. I got Blaine in the wings. How you doing, Blaine? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on, Steve. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited to introduce you and, and, and have just a really aggressive, filling, fun, energetic conversation. I know that's where we're going to go. I mean, you and I met for our pre-interview. It was like two peas in a pod. And I, I feel like we had a lot more we could have talked about. And hopefully we're going we're gonna to have hash out some of that on the show and then maybe afterward as well. Have to take a moment to thank our, our wonderful sponsors. We've got Practice Panther, Money Penny, and Legalese, all helping lawyers to be more efficient with their time, get stuff done. And Blaine, you were so kind to send me a quote of the show, and I'll read it, and then you can explain what it means and why it was meaningful to you. When you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. And that's uh, Gary Keller. So what is that all about? Yes, yes. First of all, thank you for having me on. Yeah, and, thanks you know, for being here. Yeah, you and I, we're a little weird in that we both have this kind of a love affair with attorneys, right? And so <laughs> both of us, uh, it's, we it's work just with perverted. You, you know, we, we love you attorneys. <laughs> I often tell my friends, I say, you know, I love working with attorneys. And they give me this look. And I say, no, 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 wait. There are entrepreneurial, collaborative, ambitious, intelligent, super nice attorneys out there. And, yep. and there are. And we love serving them. So we do have that, that weirdness together. But that yeah. quote, you know, when you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. And when I first heard that quote, it kind of changed me forever and I couldn't unlearn it. Like once you hear it, forget about it. So what you realize is what I first realized was I was arguing for my own limitations. Like I was arguing, like I'm to this, I'm to that. I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, I started the year, I'd only been on eight podcasts and 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 I'm arguing for my limitations. I can't do podcasts. I might not be good. Da, 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 da. This year I've been on 70 podcasts, right? And so, so don't argue for your limitations. But when you do, you get to keep them. Now, the first thing is I saw it in myself, but then I start seeing it in my teammates, in my clients, and we all start calling each other out, right? So now people are like, uh, Blaine, that, that sounds like you're arguing for your limitations. <laughs> uh, and it becomes a lot of fun, but it's all in pursuit of mastery. It's all in pursuit of you getting better. And so watch out, watch out, watch yourself, watch your language. Um, and, and stop arguing for those limitations. Yeah. Awesome, man. I love that. And uh, Blaine Elkers, you're the founder of Selffluence. And I'd love to have you share your background. And also, as long as we're going there, that's a cool term, Selffluence. I'd love to hear A, how you came up with it and B, what does it mean? And what is it? You know, that's just an interesting way to, you know, combine some words. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're going to start a business, make up a new word. That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, so it's a combination of self and influence. And so over the last maybe 20 years, my expertise has come in what I call personal implementation, how to get yourself to do more of the things you want to do, right? So it's kind of the art and science of influencing yourself. And the other thing I like to say about it is self-fluence, I often say we're powered by self-fluence, but it's the power you already have to influence yourself. You don't need anything new. There's no new software needed up there. You know how to do it. It's self-evident. You're just not doing those things. And there's a lot of ways you can do some mind hacks and other things to help you get there. But but it's the power you already have to influence yourself. And that's where I found for most people, that's where the greatest power was. You control yourself more than you control other people. Uh, and so it was, I think it was 2009, I started a company uh, you know, that that started helping people and training people on basically personal implementation, how to how to get yourself to do more stuff, how to get yourself to create new habits, eliminate bad ones, um, you know, crush the to-do list, and, uh, and and a lot of different things like that. So that that's where it came from. And for me, it started to grow because I realized like that's kind of why I'm on the planet. I'm on the planet to help people take control of their lives by taking control of themselves, and that's what I love to do. And it even passes, you know, Steve. It even passes what I call the Powerball test. So the Powerball test is if you won the Powerball lottery, right? It's like $500 million. Sometimes it's a billion dollars. Yeah, right. It's um, getting up there. Yeah, it gets up there. You know, if I if I won that, right? And I, I tell people, if you won that Powerball and then, you know, uh, a year later, like you did all the partying, you bought the castles, the cars, the trips, you did it all, you, you set up the trust funds, you did all that. It's a year later, you still got a couple hundred million dollars in the bank. What would you do? And when I ask that people in a workshop, nine out of 10 people say, I would help people blank. Like it's all about helping people and giving back. But but for me, the Powerball test is, let's say I won the Powerball last Saturday, I'd still be here. Now, it might have looked a little different. I might have bought you a new car, but but yeah. you know, I, I would still be here doing this because it passes the Powerball test for me. It's what I want to do. It's what I feel like I'm, I've been called to do. And a lot yeah. of attorneys, it is that way. Like they're, they're passionate about their craft. Now, sometimes, you know, they don't have enough business knowledge and thanks to you, they get some of that. But, but you know, that's that's where 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 life really starts to, uh, I think, be exciting. Yeah. I mean, when I talk to attorneys about working with me, just as an example, they think they're paying me, you know, this this fee and and it's like I'm getting it and they're not getting anything. And I go, no, no, you're you're investing in you. I'm I'm the conduit for where you're going to learn business development, best habits and and methodologies. But ultimately, you're you're putting that money back in you. You just don't realize it because I'm actually taking the check. So, but, but that's, that's the thing. It's all about the self. It's all about what, what can you control? What can you do to improve your situation and not point fingers and not try to handle things that are out of your control, which, you know, people always try to do. And, and that's what drives people nuts is when they can't control things. You can control <laughs> yeah. you, right? Right. That's the easiest one to control is you. Yeah. So I've got a new segment, Wayne, I, I kind of hit you up with is before we started today. It's called the Be That Lawyer Moment. And that's what was the tipping point, changing point, a point in your career where maybe things weren't going so great and then you had this aha moment or maybe that's what I'll call it, the aha moment. I'm still coming up with titles, I think. But what's something that happened for you that really made, made things kind of click? Yeah, this is a great question and a great thing for people to share. Uh, Jim Rohn calls it the day that turns your life around, right? Mm. And, and for Jim Rohn, it was this time where he lied to a Girl Scout. He didn't have $2 to buy the cookies, you know, <laughs> and he lied and said he bought them before. But anyway, he said never again. But for me, that moment came, I was working a corporate job and I was on a business trip 
And I came back from this business trip and my son, Bo, he was one year old at the time. And I got back, it was kind of a lengthy business trip. And I got back and I came back and, and he's acting a little weird, right? He's kind of like, give me the cold shoulder. Like, like you know, and, and so I asked my wife, Beth, I said, Beth, what's going on with Bo? Like, what, what's wrong? What, what happened while I was gone? She says, well, nothing happened while you were gone, but you were gone so long, he kind of forgot who you were. Mm. And, and in that moment, I was like, wait a second. And then all these memories of um, both my kids, uh, both my parents work. So a lot of times I came home to an empty house. My my brother wasn't there. And all this stuff flooded my memory. And it was that moment I made, this was my be the lawyer moment or whatever, is I made a clarifying decision that night that no matter what, I was going to work from home. Man. I was ne- That was never going to happen to me again. And so it took me a year. I started two businesses. Uh, it was very tough on our marriage there. We had uh, another child on the way. I'm running two businesses and my regular job. But a year later, I was making more from what we might call today a side hustle, but I was making more from my other business than I was in my job. And then my wife said, okay, we got enough money in the bank. You can leave. And so I left that job and that was 27 years ago. So for 27 years, now the kids are grown and gone and out of the nest, but I was that work from home dad. I, I was the coach of the soccer team. I I was helping coach the tennis team. I'm at the bus stop, whatever. I'm, I'm always there. I'm always around. Yeah. And But what it did also for me is it gave me the bandwidth to be able to dig into what I really like. So I, I had businesses that had no daily operations on my part. So I had the bandwidth to do the self-development. I had the bandwidth to figure out what are the frameworks that help people get more stuff done, you know, and, and that's really what then kind of self-fluence kind of came out of. So it had yeah. its its birthing there, but that that cold shoulder changed my life. Yeah. We need we need to get sort of knocked down to get up again in a different way. And and uh we all have our stories. And that's why I'm going to keep trying to pull those stories out of out of guests today with you and then moving forward because I think that people want to be inspired and people want to hear that they're not alone in getting pushed around or beat down by things that happen to us in life and I've certainly had my you know <laughs> my ups and downs literally and figuratively so uh, I totally get it so thanks for sharing that and one of the things that I was really intrigued by with self-fluence and just looking at your LinkedIn profile and, and kind of going through and talking with you is how effective you are at helping people with time and habits. So I really wanted to see if we could get some nuggets because that's where lawyers struggle every single day is around time management and building better habits. So what? Why? first of all, why are lawyers in particular so bad at time management? Why is that just like the, the thing that they all seem to sort of struggle with? Well, so so for the attorney, right? I mean, you attorneys, you know, you have a certain mindset and then you go to college and you go to law school and over and over and over, you're taught, right, to, to find the mistake, you know, to find the thing that that's wrong, to argue yeah. uh, for things. And it's yeah. funny how one attorney told me, you know, that his kid, something was happening with his kid. And all of a sudden, it, it, he started talking like it was a court case and he was the judge. And, and you're, you're taught all this at, at, at a very young age. So, so you're taught to be meticulous about things like that. And then you're also taught that it's all about the billable hour in some cases, many Many practice areas are about the billable hour. So there's this kind of almost overemphasis, you know, on time. Yeah. Uh, and and I think the other thing is there's not a lot of training on this stuff, right? There's not a lot of business training. And and even in, in high school and college, you know, there's not a lot of training on like how to run yourself, right? No. Like where's the horrible. training horrible. on yeah, personal implementation? Not a single class on that. How to run yourself? Not a single class on that. You know, so I think that that's some of this stuff has to be you know, you have to learn it from the outside or from podcasts like this. You've got to dig in and you've got to learn some of that stuff because that's going to determine your, your use of your time and the habits you create. Those two things are going to determine where you end up in life. 
Someone could make millions and it's not going to be me and probably not going to be you teaching high schoolers how to manage their time. My high schooler does, he's on his phone all the time, not using it for managing his time, just using it for wasting his time, uh, right? Watching crap. So I just can't believe like how much better our kids would be if they had a course, a class, even like a, a seminar on time management and building strong habits. I don't know why that isn't being done. Somebody would be making a fortune, but not me. I got, right, well, I got that, that'll be our side. That's going to be our side, side project you later. Let's do yeah. it, man. Yeah, um, but it's, it's going to have to be, it's probably going to have to be disguised in some other course name that will get them to enroll, right? You know, yeah. so, so you know, how to be suave on your phone or or how to, you know, you know, some other thing that you you embed those teachings inside. But, yeah. but I think we can do it. We're, we're up to the challenge uh, for sure. I mean, once we get be, all the attorneys, the, once yeah. we train all the attorneys up, then then after that. I'll tell you what, that could be something right there. And if anybody's listening to this, do not take that idea. Bland and I are on it. We've already trademarked it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get the registered <laughs> our, trademark. Yeah, we got a trademark attorney on it right now. All right, he's already, <laughs> it's in the works. I so, As a listener of this podcast, I hope you've learned some valuable lessons when it comes to not just managing your firm, but helping it thrive. Practice Panther, the all-in-one legal practice management software is designed to help you do just that. It has powerful reporting that gives you real-time feedback on the health of your firm and its finances, automated workflows that free up your schedule while keeping your cases on track, and tons of native feature like e-signature and two-way texting that keeps your clients happy and informed. With Practice Panther, you don't have to do it all by yourself. Get a free demo at practicepanther.com slash be that lawyer to receive 10% off your first year. Legalese Marketing is not your traditional marketing vendor. Instead, we're a true fractional CMO that helps you save time and spend your money the right way to build the practice of your dreams. We help through the entire process, from customizing your intake system to driving leads and even getting more reviews afterwards. Schedule your free call at legaleesemarketing.com. Hey, Steph, tell everyone what Moneypenny does for law firms. We're the call handling and live chat experts. A Moneypenny receptionist can ensure that your calls are directed to the right person seamlessly, saving you time and money. Steve, did you know that 69% of people don't like to leave a voicemail? I did not know that. That's a lot of business going away right there. Let's cut to the chase. What are you prepared to do for my listeners? We're offering an exclusive two-week free trial. If you're interested in hearing more, you can call me directly on 470-534-8846 and mention that you've heard this ad on Steve's podcast. Very cool. Thanks. All right. So let's get into time and let's get into habits. What are one or two tips on best practices for time management and then one or two tips for establishing better habits for controlling a day versus letting it control you? Yeah, yeah. So one last thing on the trademark, though, I will say, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't don't underestimate that um, because I started. People started calling me the chief results officer. Yeah. So I went to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office and I applied myself a couple hundred bucks, but I I would recommend using an attorney to make sure it's done right. Yeah. Uh, but I I got that. I got the registered trademark. The R with the circle. So I am America's only chief results officer. You have to license it through me if you want to do it. Uh, I've had to send a few letters out here and there, but not not many, but not many. But okay. anyway, when you come up with something. And it's a good name and it's not being used, you know, do that. Maybe even in your practice area, you know, trademark something. Okay, back to time. All right. So I have a framework which I want to teach everybody right now. It's called the 30-minute hour. So the 30-minute hour. So it's how to get an hour's worth of stuff done in just 30 minutes. Okay. So you're at, you're literally compressing time. 
compressing time, right? And so, all right. So, Steve, I'm going to be. It's a little bit of a quiz here. All right. Is uh, and you you may get this. You may you may get the right answer. But there's a day. Sometimes it's more than once a year. But there's a day once a year that's the most productive day of the year for mm. attorneys and for everybody. And during that day, people are three to ten times more productive than an ordinary day. Now that's three x to ten x. We're only looking for two x, right? Um, do you know what day of the year that is? And it's the same day for everybody. It's the same day for everybody. It's not like a day of the week or or, or a certain calendar day. All right, I'm totally guessing at this, but New Year's Day? Not New Year's Day. That's uh, a productive day, but a lot of people are hung over on that day. Uh, but it, it's a productive day. Halloween? Right, so when I what's that? Halloween? Uh no, that's too scary. <laughs> that's not a productive day for most people. They're getting ready for the goblins and the candy and the sugar. Maybe the day after Halloween. No. The, this is going to be very intuitive for you. And remember what I said earlier about self-fluence, the power you already have to do this, right? Yeah. Like you already know how to be super productive. Why? Because the 30 minute, when you hit, hear the 30 minute hour, I want you to think of this, the day before vacation, Oh, the day before vacation, but that's not he, the same day for everybody. No, everybody has the day. Everybody, before okay. Vacation. All right, yeah, then I, I would have guessed, guessed birthday. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that, that's definitely, definitely not. That's definitely yeah. It, it, it happens at different times, but the day before vacation, people are three to 10 times more productive. And mm. I came up with a little acronym because why they're so productive, it boils down to three things called PDF. Now PDF, if you're if you're in the tech world, you know, you say email me the PDF or yeah, everybody knows PDF. PDF. It's easy to remember. Yeah. Well, okay. So do you know what PDF stands for in the no, electronic? No, world? Yeah. No. <laughs> it stands for portable document <laughs> yeah. format. Ah. You can print it out from anywhere. But okay. that's not what it is for us. For us, PDF stands for plan, delegate, focus. All right. So let me just unpack real quick. Planning the day before vacation. Listen, you do this next day planning. You like plan out the day down to the minute. If you will do that, you will have 30-minute hours, right? So so plan out your day is key. Typically, day before vacation, which is I've studied this day because it's so awesome from a result standpoint, people typically get up 30 to 60 minutes earlier. So if you wake up 30 minutes earlier, boom, you've got a 30-minute hour immediately because you got 30 extra minutes. They also have a clear vision when they plan. And then they use the 80-20 rule. What I mean by that is you. everyone says, oh, yeah, I understand the 80-20 rule. I believe it. Well, that means that 20% of what you do produces 80% of your results. So they focus in on the 20 and they oust the 80, right? So that that's planning. Delegating is just about on the day before vacation, when you think you have to do something, you think who before do. So that's my little saying, who. Oh, I love that. Who before do. Yeah, who can do this before you go do this? And you're just like deferring and delegating stuff like there's no tomorrow. So, so yeah. be open to delegation. And the last part, which is the most powerful for me personally, and that's what's so plan, delegate, focus. Now, on the day before vacation, you have this like weird, fierce focus, right? Think of all the things you don't do. No chit chat, no chasing shiny objects, no water cooler chatter. You are on fire, you're on purpose, and you're ready to go. Yeah. Bring some of that back. Now, not maybe not the stress of all that, but, but bring back the productivity in that. The other thing is like, uh, do, do you know the very first James Bond movie? Came out in, I think, 64. Oh, you're killing me with all these questions. Holy mackerel. Like, I've, got it, I've got it in my head because it's a James Bond that no one knows, right? It's a, the actor well, that no one knows. Oh, oh, been, I can't remember. I don't remember the actor. I just know the movie. All right, I'll give it to you because yeah. we're short on time. It's Dr. No. Dr. No. When, so what happens- was, well, Okay, that wasn't with Sean Connery, though. Sean, I don't didn't think so. Sean Connery do Dr. No? I'm not sure. It was the very first one. But here's what here's my point for the doctor. No, is Got that it. on the day before vacation, people say, Blaine, can you do this? Can you do that? I'm like, no, 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 no. You become 
Dr. No. And that needs to be your default answer, not only to have 30 minute hours, but to avoid 90 minute hours. So the 90 minute hours where some friend or some associate says, could you help me with this for an hour? And it takes 90 minutes, happens all the time, more time than you think. You also, your focus allows you to stay on schedule. You use timers. The day before vacation, when I study those people, they also become masters, masterful at tasking. And there's three types of tasking, single tasking, multitasking and batch tasking. Now, single tasking, that's my, that's where I get the most 30 minute hours. And what single tasking is, is you focus in on just one thing completely with no outside interruptions. For example, I write a lot of articles. So if I want to get an hour's worth of article writing done in 30 minutes, I will turn off the phone, go into airplane mode, shut the door, only open the screen I'm typing in, no distractions, no rings, dings, or bings. And I can get 30 minutes of focused work. Now, sometimes you get a little monkey mind in there. So you have a piece of paper, write down ideas, capture it, but don't spend time on it. But do that 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 one thing completely. That gives me the most 30 minute hours. And, and on the day before vacation, that's the way people operate. Like, don't bother me. I have to finish this. I only yeah. have 10 minutes. Um, yeah, I'm, we're heading off. We got the passports. Everything's, everything's packed. Get out of my way. Right. So that's single tasking. Multitasking is when sometimes it gets a bad rap. When you can do two things at the same time without sacrificing the quality of either one. So for example, I have a hands-free car phone. I can drive my car, you know, and talk to somebody on the phone and drive my car, right? So I'm doing two things. Or I can exercise and listen to your great podcast, right? Wherever you can do two things at once, you try to get that synergy. I, I used to love, uh, I love family time. Now the kids are gone, but I loved exercise. So we taught everybody to play tennis. Now we go out, we go out for 30 minutes of tennis and family time. Well, there's a 30 minute hour right there. So, so that's multitasking. And the last one is batch tasking. So batch testing is where you batch things together, right? Uh, batch all your phone calls together, much more productive. Batch all your computer work together, much more. Batch all your errands together. Day before vacation, people get real efficient about going out and running errands. And then the last thing is they tend to batch their interruptions, which I love. Um, so for example, if someone's the day before vacation, they don't want people bothering them for their two hours of single focus time. So just say, look, from nine to 11, I'm working on this stuff. I'm working on these cases. Okay, I've got to get these cases filed. At 11 o'clock, from 11 to 11.20, we can meet. You can ask me all the questions you want, but don't talk to me during these two hours. So they batch their interruptions and their distractions into that one time. My wife and I, we used to text each other all day long, and now we put it in a shared note in our iPhone. So then when we have lunch together or whatever, then all that stuff's there. So you can mm. batch your interruptions and you do well. So that's it in a nutshell. So you think 30-minute hour, think day before vacation mode, PDF, plan, delegate, focus. And the other thing, kind of the overriding thing that happens on the day before vacation that's so powerful in time management is you release your inner perfectionist. You release your inner perfectionist and done is better than perfect. And you're like, this has to get done. So if it can only get 80% done, so be it. I'm going on vacation. Now you yeah. could put a nice reward at the end of the day too, if you want. But but anyway, that's uh, that's time management in a nutshell. I think that was only eight minutes. Yeah. So time management about time management. I think we just handled <laughs> that, right? So you're practicing what you preach, my friend. Um, you've got a technique and I believe you call it elegant, but it's a technique to get results and I wanted you to share that because I think it would be really helpful for people that are looking to get results with their law practices or anything they're trying to accomplish. What's the what's that technique that that I know it's you know it's something that's going to be hard to kind of get into a few minutes because we have about about just about ten ten left. But yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, so so there's the technique, and and so I was uh, 
one of my bucket list items was to give a TEDx talk. And so a friend of mine nominated me. I got to do it. It was a little nerve wracking. Uh, but anyway, in my TEDx talk, I talked about this concept called YTABA. What you think about, you bring about. That's, the, that's an acronym, YTABA. It stands for what you think about, you bring about. So it's not just about thinking about it, which could be like the law of attraction, affirmations. It's what you think about, you bring about. So you're thinking about something, but you're taking action, right? You're taking action on that. And in that talk, which I can, I'll share at the end, if people want to get a copy of that talk, you can. But in that talk, I talk about this concept of, of YTABA and the idea that there's a piece of your brain in the back called the reticular activating system. And it's like the executive secretary. It's the part of your brain that, that, get, that feeds the conscious mind what's going on, right? So like if it was telling you about your heart pumping and your breathing and your blood uh, chemistry and the pH of your blood and all the things it's doing and all the hormones and things that it's doing, you would go insane, right? So it it decides what you get, but you can kind of program it to say, give me, give me these things, right? This is what I want. And so there's a way to program that elegantly. And it's with something that we talked about earlier, a tool, and it's called your cell phone or your Ooh. smartphone. And so what it is, is I talk in there, we have everybody actually do it during the TEDx talk, is we have you put as your unlock screen on your cell phone. Now, some people have pictures of their family, which is fine. So maybe the top half is your family, but the bottom half is what is the thing that you want to bring about in your life? Whatever that mm. thing is, you put it on your phone because the average person sees the unlock screen more than 100 times a day. 100 times a day. Now, now consciously, you'll see it when you first do it, but that's okay. Even if like unconsciously you don't see it anymore, your subconscious mind is seeing it and feeding that little reticular activating system, which is now going to pop things into your conscious mind. An example that everyone can relate to is my son, his first car that he bought was an Acura, maroon Acura TL. I, I didn't even know what that car was. He sends me a picture, dad, here it is. He's living in San Francisco area at the time. Dad, here it is. I go, that's, that's cool. I, that's a great car. It looks great. Then for the next two weeks or so, people are just pulling them up all around me. I park at the traffic light. There's one. There, I see one over there. I see one over there. Why did they suddenly come all around me? Well, they didn't. I was just, my RAS was just tuned into that for yeah. about two weeks. I'm seeing them everywhere. So people realize, hey, when you buy a new car, you talk about something, all of a sudden you start seeing it everywhere. It was always there, but it was just, what did you decide to focus on? And your brain is the same thing. It's, it's what do you decide to focus on ends up literally creating your reality. Um, so, 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 anyway, wait, so that wait, lens wait, you look wait, through wait, is really key. But But so give an example for a lawyer. So a lawyer is looking to hit a million dollars in in portable business or a lawyer is looking to you know build the the law practice of her dreams okay what is it about a new having a flashy new car that you want to buy that represents success is it about having the number it, are there some examples that you have just so people can yeah. kind of figure out like hey if i'm going to do this on my phone which i think is like super cool great idea um what would be some examples yeah, so some, let's talk about some examples of, of things that you want to bring about, right? So it's so for the attorney, what is it that you want to bring about, right? And so for some of them, it's uh, uh, you know, and I'll give you real examples of people be home for dinner, like that was their goal, like right now for the next month or two, and so their little unlock screen said be home for dinner, and and that was it, and they just wanted that to be that's what they wanted in their RAS. So yeah. they're thinking about be home for dinner, be home for dinner. Another attorney, he figured out okay, if I file seven cases a week. I hit all my goals. 
So what do you want to bring about? Seven cases a week. So his unlock screen is just seven cases. And it could be a big number seven in cases. And he's seeing that all, mm. all the time, every single yeah. day. Uh, but And it could be some people have used a car. Uh, one attorney, I had one attorney friend. This one, it took two years, but he wanted to write a screenplay. So he, he you know, had a picture of a screenplay, you know, and wrote, and wrote on his phone screenplay. And he, he contacted me like two years later. And he says, I finished the screenplay. I can finally update my phone, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so, some of them were get out of the consult room. That was another one. Yeah. Some was to have a million dollar practice, you know? Um, okay. But, but but a lot of times it's, it's what's going to motivate you. And remember, goals are not to be like deadlines of disappointment, but what they're there for is to motivate you to move forward, to move towards your, I call it your point B. You go from point A to point B. Where do you want to go? And that's what you want to put on there to remind you, you know, of, of that thing. But it's very personal. And I think success is personal. Success to me is you're moving towards where you want to go. I think you're successful. No matter who you are or what where you're going, if you're moving towards where you want to go and you're making progress, you're a success and you'll feel successful. And your brain, we're just we're just like walking pharmacies. Your brain will produce the chemicals that give you the energy, the upbeatness, the positivity, the dopamine, the serotonins, all that stuff when you when you have progress towards your goal. Yeah. And it's almost a little bit like the saying, and I don't know if this is Napoleon Hill or, or where I heard this, maybe from a Brian Tracy tape years ago, but you are what you think about most of the time. So people that are negative end up in a negative place, not doing well. People that are positive generally end up in a more positive place. However, if you're thinking about something specific, like you're saying on your phone, that's a great way to not just have to think about it, but to, because you're seeing it all day long, subconsciously, you know, you're thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 why it's kind of like an elegant, you know, yeah, a very simple, really, elegant thing you can do. But you're great. so right on the lens because what happens is your RAS, this little this little piece of your brain in the back of your skull, there, it's going to help you find whatever you're thinking about, right? So if you are looking for destruction, you will find it, and it'll produce the brain chemicals of depression and da 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 da. Uh, you know, all that stuff will happen, right? So yeah. so that lens that you're looking through is so very important now. Some people will say, Steve, they'll say, I'm thinking negative all the time. How can I do that? And so I'll just give you one thing, very simple, another simple yet elegant. It's just a two word phrase. Yeah, but. So, so when you hear, when you start thinking negative, I want you to stop and say, yeah, but. So let's, for example, I say, I don't have enough time. You know, I don't have enough time to build my, my law practice. Yeah, but. And then let, just pause for a second. Let your brain answer. Yeah, but you control your schedule. Yeah, you control who we hire. You control how much we charge for case. You control this. You control, you could do this. You could plan better. You could do next day planning. You could yeah. start using 30 minute hours. You know, your, your brain will give you answers with the yeah, but, and I like to yeah, but other people when, when I hear them arguing <laughs> for their limitations, right? You hear them arguing for the limitations. They'll say, well, you know, we could never start that new practice area. Yeah, but, and it just makes them think, well, yeah, but I could hire an attorney to do that. Or you know what? I could build it from a marketing standpoint. And then I could refer out the cases or, you know, there's there's lots of possibilities. Yeah. Well, just great stuff, Blaine. I really appreciate it. Um, we're gonna wrap things up with Game Changing Book. And I think the Game Changing Book is a book that you co-authored with the Napoleon Hill folks. And and for those of you who don't know, and we don't we don't have a lot of time to get into the the weeds on this, but the first sales book I ever read back in 1995 was Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. You not only have your original copy, what, from college, yeah. right? 
But then you went back and found an original version of the only 5,000 that were created back from what, the 30s? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 37. So it's it's one of the most interesting and 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 positive books you'll ever read if you ever just want to pick up and read a really cool book. But you took it a different direction. So maybe we'll just take let's wrap things up with that. Yeah. So so in college, one of the you know I talked about my son the cold shoulder. Another moment of dawning comprehension for me is I sent away for an audio tape. I, I kind of a little a lot of attorneys are seekers of knowledge, and I saw an audio tape for. Uh, Think and Grow Rich. So I'm dating myself. This is back in the 80s, but it was read by Earl Nightingale. It was an abridged version of Think and Grow Rich. And I listened to the tape, and that's where I first thought, wait a second, what you think about, you bring about. And I read this book. I still have it. It's kind of marked up here uh, for those on the video. But at any rate, I I read this version. A lot of people read this version in college. I had some success. I met my wife. We've been married 30 years. I had some good jobs. I started my own business. I had some success. And then I went and I bought one of the original 5,000 copies. Now, when I opened up, the original 5,000 copies on the very first page, it says, what do you want most? And you know, by that time I had read this other version like 16 times. And I go, <laughs> I, I never read that page. I never read that page. Yeah. And so I realized at that time that the instructions, those were, there were, there were two instructional pages. I, I realized those weren't in there. And then as I studied the book, I realized it was different. Things were missing. Uh, you know, like one example, one thing that really so I, I, I'm a Christian and I and I was reading the book and and all of a sudden in the original, he talks about Jesus. I'm like, okay, I would have remembered that if it was in the other one, yeah. but it wasn't. So so there's a bunch of changes, uh, made a big difference in my reading of the book. So in the end, my favorite book is Think and Grow Rich Book Study Edition. Um, it's hard to see there the green screen, but yeah, uh, a book study edition where I went back and I got the original because I couldn't find it anywhere. So I went and gotten back a facsimile version of the original Think and Grow Rich so it has, he shouts a lot, like all caps. He writes in all caps. So some of the, the the language is a little dated. So that can be a little tricky to read in some parts. But I got the original. And then I had written a guidebook for Thinking Grow Rich at that point, telling everybody about the lost pages and how to apply them. And then I did a book study, a bunch of book studies. So now I put all those three books in the one book. And that's that's my favorite book. I read it every year. I've probably read about 70 times the book Thinking Grow Rich at this point. Yeah. Um, but but it's got you know a guidebook in there, and then it's got a little book study before and after each chapter. But that's yeah. that's my favorite book. And and even no matter what version you read, energetically, there's something about that book. The stories about people, you know, taking their thoughts and turning them into reality, it's very inspiring. You will kind of resonate or 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 vibrate at a higher level when when reading, you know, when reading those books. And if if you don't, then maybe you, there, there are different versions. There are different versions where people kind of rewrite it. You know, maybe specifically for different, you know, for uh, you know, like updated times or something like that. If you don't like yeah, the old yeah. English and things like that, but but a really a really powerful book for people. Awesome, man! I mean, that's that's just so cool, and it's so you know, for me, it's you know, as the first sales book I ever read, or the best self, you know, like self help book I ever read. Yeah, it just it really hits home, and I'm now inspired to want to go back and grab a copy off my shelf, and now wonder should I get your copy and. You know, yeah. maybe I'll S- be send me your address. Send me your address. I'll send you. Right. I'll let me get it. I'll get it on Amazon. I don't like. I like to support my. Okay, friends. but wait, if it comes to me, I give you a two dollar bill bookmark and I autograph it, which raises oh, its value by five dollars in garage sales. All right, garage All right. sales autograph books five dollars more per value. We'll, there, we'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. <laughs> um, Blaine, so great having you, man. Just so chock full of knowledge and, and great tips for my audience. So appreciate you. If people want to reach out to you to learn more about self and you and what you do, uh, what are the best ways for them to get in touch? 
You know, the simplest thing is just go to blainetedx.com. So B-L-A-I-N-E-T-E-D-X.com. You can opt in there, get my a copy of my TED Talk, a transcription of it, and then we'll be connected. And so you'll have my email. Happy to help you. I'll send you some articles about results. Let's get to know each other. If I can help you in any way, I, I'd love to do it. Yeah. And now we've got the uh, the IP on uh, helping teenagers with their time. So that's, yes. that's an offline conversation. Teen time. That, that we've already got the IP on it. So if anybody's listening... You suck it. You're too late. <laughs> we got it. Um, so thanks again, man. I just appreciate it. Appreciate you being here. All right. Thank you so much. And I'll leave you with this. The bad news. The bad news is time flies. The good news, you're the pilot. Oh, so pilot well, my attorney friends. Pilot so well. Deep. So deep, everybody. Um, hey, thank you for spending time with, with Blaine and I today. Uh, if you didn't get some good takeaways, some good acronyms, some good vibes from our show today, uh, you're sleeping. And, and by the way, if you're if you're listening to this while you're driving, don't sleep. That's just some general good tips there. Um, but hopefully you had a good time listening to us and, and to Blaine. And this show, as you know, all about helping you to be that lawyer, someone who's confident, organized, and a skilled rainmaker. Be safe, be well. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to Be That Lawyer. Life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Visit Steve's website, fretson.com, for additional information and to stay up to date on the latest legal business development and marketing trends. For more information and important links about today's episode, check out today's show notes.